If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hi, welcome once again to Vacation Rental Success. And as ever, it's wonderful to be here. Do you know, every time I hear that introduction by Tim Page uh, nowadays, um, it reminds me that he's getting somewhat famous these days. Um, Tim is doing all sorts of uh, voiceovers for for commercials now. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how his, his journey progresses as a voiceover artist um, on on TV, and hopefully, I think uh, I think one of his ambitions is actually to get into film and do voiceover. So uh, I, I love his his voice. I just really, really do. So uh, if you ever come across a commercial and you think I've heard that voice somewhere before, then it could very well be Tim Page. I know he's done one for Lexus, and there was another one recently. I, I shall have to. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes when I find it and you can go and have a listen. But uh, I feel very honoured to have Tim having done my intro and outro for for Vacation Rental Success. So my, my guest on the show today is Louise Brace, who you may have come across. She writes the most a really good blog called Rental Buzz. And it's the blog for the Spanish online rental company, SpainHoliday.com. I've been following Louise for quite uh, quite a long time because I really enjoy her blog posts and it's been very interesting of late to read some of them because the majority are focused on the, the future of holiday rentals in Spain, mostly in Andalucía and also in the Canary Islands where regulation is becoming the norm and new regulations are coming in. Um, the holiday rentals industry meets regularly to discuss uh, you know, all, all the different decrees that are set to regulate the holiday sector in that part of the world. And, and of course, rentals in Spain is massive. Mostly these are properties that are owned by Brits, by people from England who have enjoyed their vacations in Spain and have consequently gone and bought a property. Or, or for many, they bought a piece of land and built their, their retirement home. And and are renting it to um, to offset the costs of owning it until they can actually retire to Spain, which would be lovely. I'm ever thinking about places to go retire to and get out into the sun for a bit more. We've we've actually been without sun for quite a few days here now, and uh, you know a little bit of snow here and there. So winter's definitely coming, and my thoughts are really turning towards a home in the sun. And uh, we shall see. 2015 may well be the year. I am putting both my properties uh, on the listing market in the spring. We're actually going to sell them as a company, which is going to be quite an an interesting uh, way to do it. We're going to package the two properties together. We're working with our lawyer and accountant to create this package and and sell it as a a going concern you know the two properties are fairly close to each other if i if we sold them individually we're probably simply going to get the value the valuation on them that we can list them for 
And I don't want to do that because they're both significant uh, income producers. And I want to make sure that we are able to sell the business element of it as well. So I'd be interested to hear from anybody who's actually done that, who's who's sold a vacation rental property as a business rather than just simply um, uh, as as an an entity, as as a single asset. So that's up and coming for me in 2015. And in fact, Mike and I are getting together over the next couple of weeks. We've got some massive stuff coming out next year. Uh, we're very excited about it. And we're going to be sharing that with you in our in our new year, uh, in our new year show on uh, on New Year's Eve. So uh, so definitely watch out uh, or listen out for that one. So my chat with Louise today does touch on restrictions, short term rental restrictions and uh, regulations. And uh, but we also we're going to be discussing another blog blog post that she wrote um, back in November. And it was it was about how a method of collecting information on your guests can actually help you to personalize your marketing campaigns and to uh, to bring people back to you or at least get them to share more about you. I also want to thank those people who were generous enough to respond to my request for feedback uh, from which which I put in our latest uh, email newsletter. And, and I was asking for your input on, you know, on, on what you thought about the podcast, what you thought about the blog, uh, things we could change. I'm still, we, we got a really, really good response and I'm still looking for some more feedback. So uh, Mike will be sending out that email just once more, sending out that survey again, just uh, so anybody who missed it, if if you have a few minutes and, and really it's not going to take more than um, a minute or two, just to, just to, let me know what you think, because we really want to make sure that the podcast in 2015 and the blog in 2015 and any, anything else we produce in 2015 is exactly what you are looking for. After all, we do all this work to hopefully help you out and make your rental journey a lot easier. So, uh, so watch out for that. Uh, newsletter and uh, and if you could fill in the survey I'd be so pleased. So let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk to Louise. So I'm delighted to have with me today Louise Brace from um well I would say Rental Buzz which is which is the blog that I've been following but in fact Rental Buzz is a part of spainholiday.com. So Louise is coming to us from I would have gone I was going to say sunny Spain but I gather it's not so sunny today Louise. Welcome. How are you? Hi there. I'm very good, thank you. And and you're right in saying that it's a little bit cloudy and and showery today here in Spain in Malaga. What are you doing in Malaga? How long have you been there and um <laughs> Shame on me for saying, but what took you from England? <laughs> you should know. <laughs> um, well, I've been here for 13 years. Um, I was originally just planning to be here for a year and to um, kind of soak up a little bit of the, the Spanish culture and to learn a bit of the language. But after a year, um, I liked it so much. And very importantly, I met uh, my Spanish partner um, and I've been here ever since. But Spain for me now is, is really my home. 
People ask me why I'm here. Well, the weather helps a lot. It was 20 degrees yesterday, <laughs> even though it's a bit showery today. But yeah, I love it. I love it here. I wouldn't ah, go back see, to the UK. You see in your bio on, on Rental Buzz, which um, was, was fairly brief, you didn't say anything about the Spanish partner. So, uh, no. so there you are. <laughs> well, that's how... So that's... <laughs> That, that's how my Spanish got to be so good. You see, while I was learning in, within that year, somebody said to me, oh, the best way to learn Spanish is to meet a Spanish man. And that's what happened. <laughs> well, that sounds, you know, that, that sounds a really good reason to be staying in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> so where, whereabouts were, were you in uh, England? Whereabouts was home? In London, in, in Wimbledon, home of tennis. Well, the home, not the home of tennis, the home of Wimbledon Tennis um, Championship. So, yeah, that's where I grew up and um, lived in South London for until I was 30 and came to Spain. That sounds like a great move. That sounds like a great move. Okay, so you've been in Spain for 13 years and you, you're, you're mm-hmm. now working for, for Spain Holiday Online Rentals, uh, mm-hmm. otherwise known as Spain Holiday.com. And, and I see you most because of the rental buzz blog which is absolutely excellent there's a huge amount of, oh. of really valuable content that you're posting on there so so give me a little bit of the background uh, of you in the vacation rental industry i've spent most of my life in in the media industry um just to go back a little bit well all my life, all my working life, really. About 10 years ago, I, I actually set up a, a communication agency here in Spain, which was really um, kind of bridging the gap between um, the expat community here and the Spanish community. And during that time, I was working with um, two very big national kind of retirement resorts um, where also people over 50, 55 could go on holiday. So I was kind of at that point, really entering into holiday rentals in a in a you know in a rather subtle way um, but starting to learn a little bit about how they work here in Spain during the time that I had my own agency then I started working with Spain Holiday, not kind of on the industry side, but um, I was writing area guides for them and I was writing on their blog about traveling in Spain and what I loved about Spain. And it was really about two years ago now that they came to me and said, hey, we've got this kind of homeowners area where we every now and again write a bit of information, but we would really like to take this to another level. And we would really like you to do that. And I just loved the idea. They kind of, you know, brought to me the idea of doing, you know, kind of video guides for owners and going out there. We're at probably, as you know, a moment in Spain where every independent region or community is is bringing in regulations. So it's been a very important time for us here in Spain for holiday rentals in the last two years. And so it was really to cover a lot of that information off for our owners and for agents as well. And so for the the last two years, um, my time has been completely dedicated to vacation rentals here in Spain, um, writing about the industry, about the regulations and and um, kind of different ways you can market your your holiday rental as an owner. I think it's interesting that you bring up um, regulations because it's something that, that is impacting people right the way across the world. There's not a, a day that goes past without six i've got um, you know vacation rentals holiday rentals coming up in my google alerts every day mm-hmm. as i'm mm-hmm. sure that you have there's always something something somewhere some township mm-hmm. or municipality or or city has legislation on their books or somebody's made a complaint and it's uh, it's something we we just can't ignore and it's, it's, I mean, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And, and from a perspective of, of covering it, 
last year, in June um, 2013, the government kind of handed over the authority to each independent community to to bring out regulations as they saw fit in, in their region. And ever since then, like you say, not a day or a week goes by without some piece of news in a region or another. And, you know, kind of I, just when I think, oh, it's all kind of calmed down now, I can write about something different. <laughs> some Another region changes their, their regulations. And at the moment, you know, we're going through a very big period for Andalusia, which is obviously one of the most popular tourist destinations in Spain. We're waiting in January for the regulations to come out here. And there's, you know, quite a few conditions which mean that which could cut out a lot of owners opportunity to rent their property um, and the same for the canary islands as well so yeah <laughs> it's not a day goes by without another piece of news happening here in spain on regulations well i think you do a fantastic job in getting that news out to people and it's oh, thank uh, you i love to see that a listing site is taking that initiative to have a really comprehensive area devoted to their owners because so mm-hmm. many don't Mm-hmm. I think for us as well, um, we, I mean, Spain Holiday has been uh, in the market now for 13 years. So um, in terms of holiday renters in Spain, we kind of are one of the very first um, companies to get into the industry here. And we are very, we're, we're a small company, you know, we're not a huge company. One of the ladies that I work with in customer support has worked there for 10 years and she pretty much knows most of the owners and the agents that she works with. So people can pick up the phone uh, and call us and we're always on the other end of the phone and we are always giving information. And I think it was kind of taking that concept online to, into a blog. Um, but and I think also the other thing here is that we're in Spain, you know, with a Spanish language. So lots of things that happen here in terms of regulations will come out in the news and they will be in Spanish. And of course, many of our owners aren't Spanish. They are foreign owners. And so they don't get to really understand what's going on. So it's really important important to ensure that they do stay informed because, you know, things like regulations, if you don't know what's going on, you know, you become without even knowing it an an illegal um, entity. And, you know, from there, you know, you could have your business closed. So I think that's you know, that's important. The language thing is getting it into into um, an owner's language so that they understand what's going on and also taking you know, our little customer service team in, into a blog and what they talk about every day, kind of getting it down so that people can actually read about it. Yeah, it really creates the relationship between the, the owners uh, and the company. So, oh, it so does, definitely. Yeah, it's 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 great, really, really great to uh, to see because, as I say, it's it's not something that, that seems to be taken on board, particularly mm-hmm. here in in uh, North America. Yeah. So, so I've been going through your your blog and and looking at some of the really great articles, and one that really really caught my eye was entitled "How Rich Get How Rich Guest Profiles Can Transform Your Holiday Rental Business." And I initially thought, you know, mm-hmm. how do we know our guests are rich? <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and then, then I read further. And I thought, ah, oh, yes, it's it's actually a rich guest, guest profile, not a rich guest profile. But yes, yeah, I yes. can see that now. <laughs> I, I got it. That aside, it, it was a, it's a fascinating article. So I thought it'd be really, really great if it's okay with you to actually go through some of this um, this information that you shared. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I gather it was after you watched a webinar on rich guest profiling for hoteliers. Mm-hmm, that's and, right. Uh, yeah. You pulled the information from that, and uh, and looked at how it would relate 
to the vacation rental industry. Just tell me first, you know, from, from your perspective, what actually is rich guest profiling? I'd read basic information about rich guest profiling and the importance of big data and you know, all of these things kind of had gone over my head a little bit. And when I saw this, the opportunity to see this webinar, even though it was for the hotel industry, I thought, mm, I'm quite interested to see this. And I don't, I always kind of register and sign up for webinars and I, and, and I, I often miss them. Um, and this was one which I was really glad that I, I didn't miss because although I, I watched it and I spoke to um, a few people in our industry and they said to me, oh no, this isn't for us because, you know, this is for hotels that have like thousands of guests on their database. But actually, I kind of looked and thought, you know, it doesn't matter how many people, it doesn't matter if we only speak to 10 clients uh, uh, a year, we can still utilize the, the same concept. Um, and basically, so rich guest profiling is a marketing phrase, um, which, um, as I understand, has been coined for the hospitality industry. Um, and it basically um, is about understanding and analyzing um, the guest information that you have. And that doesn't just mean like the name on your booking and the email address, but it also looks at things like, you know, the demographic of a client and what type of preferences they, they have and what interest they have, um, you know, what sort of reviews they leave and feedback they leave um, perhaps for your own accommodation or, or for, for other accommodation um, and it really what it does then is is to be able to hold this type of information means that you can really create like a personalized experience for your guests um, both perhaps during that first booking or in in for future bookings it, it, it's in, this is really interesting to me I at the VRMA conference in in San Diego last month mm -hmm. Uh, the keynote address was by uh, John DeJulius, who is an expert in uh, in customer service. And okay. uh, he, he wrote a book called The Customer Service Revolution. And uh, and actually, John is, a, is going to be a guest on the show um, later this month, perhaps in uh, early 2015. So I'm going to get to talk to, to, uh -huh. him, to him a little bit, bit more and hopefully elaborate on this, because he actually brought up exactly the same same thing about, you know, mm -hmm. pulling data from every inquiry and uh, keeping it, storing it somewhere. But it was interesting that what you're saying here about collecting this information is exactly what John was saying in, in, in his address. And he was, but he was talking about you, you collect it and you write it down. So when you're talking to somebody on the phone or you've got an email, and an email inquiry, and they're giving you information then write it down. And it's, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. We had one this morning and it, it was, it was just an inquiry for a property next summer. And the, um, the inquirer said that, um, they were looking for somewhere where they could celebrate their daughter's 15th birthday. And, uh, they were bringing, it was just their daughter and son and a couple of friends and the kids like fishing. And, and it was just mm -hmm. so much information in that, in that email. And it's so easy to just, send them back a response to say, yes, we've got that week available. But exactly. taking but, out the information of birthday celebration, exactly. children, teenage children, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> interest in fishing. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess that that's, that's what we're talking about here, right? 
Absolutely. I, one of the most powerful um, messages that really came out of um, the, the, the webinar was that um, actually personalized promotion is nine times, any personalized promotion you do is nine times more effective than a generic one um, and heaps more effective than that if you're sending irrelevant marketing messages. So if you're sending generic marketing messages out saying, you know, what's on for kids in your area when actually that guest was a single traveler is is not going to entice a guest back to you. So it's really, like you say, pulling out that information, um, storing it um, and and thinking about how you can utilize that to engage the guests in in the future. So I I mentioned inquiries and and that Mm -hmm. that's clearly a a great source of um, Mm -hmm. of information. Where else can you find out a guest's preferences? Okay, um, well, you can find out their preferences through their social um, engagement. What I understand is that, um, and one of the essential elements of rich guest profiling is the social interaction that um, your guests have on their social channels, such as Twitter or Facebook or or Google Plus, because as you know, we work in this industry. This really is now where guests will be sharing their their experiences. They'll be sharing their likes, and and they'll be sharing what they don't like as well, which is another very important point. Um, so you really need to kind of be there. And if you, you know, if you have a guest, if you have someone, re- just you know, they're inquiring about your property. You know, don't stalk them obviously through their social channels, but find out. You know, do they are they on are, are they on you know social media? What type of um, interaction do they have on social media are they an influencer so do they have lots of followers because obviously if they are an influencer and they're talking positively about your holiday rental um, on their social channels that means a whole load more of other um, a whole load more people are going to be hearing about your holiday rental Um, so social media is a really important way of finding out and targeting information about your about your guests um, guest reviews as well um, is another important um, part of um, a guest profiling strat- strategy. Again, um, thinking about kind of these socially active guests, um, most of them now will be comfortable about leaving a review about their experience, whether it be on um, a holiday rentals portal um, on a property um, page or through TripAdvisor or again through a, a kind of a social channel. Um, so you can kind of gain a lot of information about the preferences of your guests and again what they like and dislike which is really important and you can use that feedback um, to really create a positive experience for them. I, actually something that I really liked, which I took again from um, from the webinar, was that you could actually nail right into um, checking the reviews of your competitors, so you can get a good insight into what guests perceive um, about a, a competitor, what they like and what they don't like, and how you can use that to improve your own holiday rental. Yeah, I liked the um, in your in your blog post. You include a couple of um, examples. And, you know, one that just resonated with me because I, I, I've i heard this one a couple of times that the comfort of a bed, the bed was hard. Oh. Why don't owners think about adding mattress toppers? Yeah. 
Yeah, I hear that all the time. And we, we did, I did an article last year actually about what guests like. And um, we took, um, we, we did a big social um, survey and we asked um, our, our, our social followers what they, they liked and about, you know, a holiday rental, what really made it kind of a five star home from home for them. And so many people mention mattress toppers. And, and actually, my own personal experience, my parents, you know, they come to visit me in Spain every year. Um, and without fail, my mum complains if there's no mattress topper on her on her bed. So <laughs> it's a really important um, kind of point or review to take for your own for your own business. Well, th- well, that's it. And I've, I've, I've often said to to owners, you know, if, if, if you really want to create the best possible experience for your guests, go and have a look at reviews of other properties. Look at the ones where they've Absolutely. got, you know, look, look at the five star reviews and see what people are saying they really, really liked. And then mm-hmm. look at the low ones and find out what they really don't like. And then, Absolutely. you know, this is just creating your standard because mm-hmm. people are out there telling, telling the world what they like mm-hmm. and what they don't mm-hmm. like. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's all there for you. Because um, exactly. I, I like the other example, there weren't enough towels and none that we could use for the swimming pool. And and that's mm-hmm. such an easy thing to go, right, now I've, I've got a ton of towels for my guests and I've got beach towels and I've got pool towels. So it's it's easy to do. So <coughs> so this profiling really is, is, is going in a bit of a wider direction. It's not just... Um, it's not just um, digging down into just just what one person wants. It's exactly, looking at the wider. Yeah. Um, exactly. It's not you know you can you can take it as 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 personalizing one guest's experience, but you can also use it to improve um, your holiday rental for all guests um, and make sure that every guest has a has a positive experience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you also mentioned surveys. Um, yeah, an excellent. You say it's an excellent um, way yeah, of finding I mean, out more about your guest. How how would mm-hmm. you, how do you encourage your owners to to use surveys? Um, we with with surveys, we tend to um, say to owners that the a survey should really be um, kind of about capturing what they really liked about your property. Um, after their stay, so kind of post-stay. Um, so, you know, do they know that they were valued? Um, you know, what what is it that they really liked about your property and how can you use that for, for the future? So a post-stay survey helps you to be able to um, re-engage with your guest after their stay. So, you know, aside from the, the, the you know, please leave us a review, you know, please also, you know, quickly fill out this survey to tell us a little bit about what you liked or didn't like. Um, and it, but it's a, it helps you re-engage with them after their stay, but it also helps you engage with them, you know, at a later stage. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a little tip to add there, actually, because mm-hmm. we, we use this survey in in our properties and it's just very brief um we there's a checkout list which basically says don't do anything except um you know where to put the keys mm-hmm. um but on the it says please turn over let us know was was there everything you needed for your stay um is there anything we could have done better and, absolutely you know was there anything missing and what we've done and what we encourage uh, all our owners to do is if they make a change based on what these guests have left is to email them afterwards and tell them and thank them very much for their comment and say, no, I mean, we, we have now done this. We did it recently in my own own property and uh, somebody had left and said, uh, 
it was fantastic. There was, and it, it sounds like they were really racking their brains to find something, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there was no ice cream scoop. <laughs> so we really would have liked an ice cream scoop. So yeah. I'm thinking, say, what about a spoon? But you know, every everybody has their own stuff that they like to use, their their own utensils. So so we went and got an ice cream scoop. We took a photograph uh-huh. of it. <laughs> that, that's, I mean, but that's such a that's such a good idea and I think as you say it kind of makes them feel like they really are valued you know hey my god these people really care about you know my stay and you know what that I've been happy here and um yeah up to the point that you bought them a, an ice cream scoop so yeah it was you know we, we, we've got the ice cream scoop here's a here's a here's the uh, picture of it and can't wait for you to come back and enjoy it and you know they within two days they booked their next weekend stay oh, well there you go so Fantastic. yeah, just just great uh, proof of of how that post vacation connection works because mm-hmm. because this this um, profiling is really really about um, the whole experience. It's not just uh, collecting information from from an inquiry or from a re- review or whatever and um, concentrating on that. It's it goes right the way through the stay and beyond. Absolutely. I think that you, you know, you can really consider every stage in the communication process of, of you know, from, from the first contact that you have and taking the booking um, and really just consider, just sit down and consider, you know, how do I interact with this person? Um, you know, because at every stage there is an opportunity to to gather information, um, to make your to make your guest feel valued, um, and to you know to 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 work out an opportunity to um, to you know to get them back for further stays. So I think the more that you can really find out about them, um, the better that you can actually design a, a really personalised experience for them. Yeah. How how do you suggest that um, that uh, owners collect that data? How do you you know what what should they have a form or do it on an Excel mm. spreadsheet or, well, you know, do you have any suggestions for that? Yeah. You know, when, when I was writing this article, I, I was kind of, you know, imagining that I would um, include um, as, you know, we, we try to in, in what we, you know, when we produce something like this, you want to be able to give at the end a solution. How can you, how can you do this and how can you do it in the easiest way? Um, and I have to say that this is one that I've been kind of stumped on. So, um, you know, there, of course, there are, you know, a, a, like a myriad of, um, you know, software applications out there that, you know, will allow you to harvest data, um, customer data. Um, but I think, you know, when we're talking about holiday rentals and for most of the people that we we are, you know, working with, um, you know, the, the volume of inquiries is is not, you know, I think um, high enough to warrant investing in in something that's going to be costing you every month. So at the moment, we've been talking to some of our clients and who have been trialing this. And, and at the moment, the, the way that they've been doing it is to be using a spreadsheet. It's kind of old fashioned, but um, when, when I find a solution, which is, you know, low cost, economical and and really works well, then Believe me, it'll be straight onto the onto the article, but I haven't found one. Do you know? I th- I think the spreadsheet method is is pretty fantastic. Actually, it uh, you know you you can contain everything on on one page. So exactly, you know exactly. you can have um, columns titled, you know things like as, as you've got in, in here the contact information, demographic. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interests and I think that's that's so important you mentioned interests you know perhaps you mm-hmm. they, they've said they like golf they like history uh, hiking yoga wine cooking mm-hmm. 
That mm-hmm. is such amazing information to have. Um, yeah, I mean, and you can kind of ping the information through to your calendar. So, you know, if I think that, you know, one of the, the fantastic examples was um, that someone comes to you for their, for their honeymoon and so, you know, 10 months later, every year, you kind of cut this ping up on their calendar, you know, get these, you know, send these guys, uh, you know, why don't you come and send, uh, spend your anniversary with us? So, you know, so yeah, you can, you, you know, all the information goes into the spreadsheet, which, you know, you can then kind of link to a calendar, uh, which kind of pings up the information uh, when you need it. What I love about doing this is that it really lends itself to an owner who has just one property. So mm-hmm. a, a lot of this stuff, and because you started out, we started out by talking about this was, you know, for the hotel industry. So yeah. for hotels that have hundreds and hundreds and thousands of guests, but mm-hmm. this this really lends itself so beautifully to the individual who's who's not getting five hundred inquiries a day. They're perhaps getting a half dozen. So mm-hmm. it's I... it's not that onerous to to collect that information and could be really quite fun. I think it absolutely works for, for owners who, who receive kind of, you know, as you say, kind of six or 10 inquiries, whether it be daily or, or weekly or even monthly. I, you know, we can really personalize our communication on a much deeper level than a hotel that has thousands of clients. Of course, they can do it. Um, but I think what we can do goes a whole lot deeper. It really does. And, you know, yes, it takes up a little bit of time to get everything set up. But if you set it up well, then, you know, then you're kind of going and it really is just a case of right okay I've got this inquiry through you know I've engaged in conversation with them I've got as much information as I can and I'm just going to get it straight into my into my spreadsheet yeah another example that you have here and 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 this is just wonderful your guest mentions in their booking confirmation that they're a celiac they have celiac disease and ask if local supermarkets offer a gluten-free range imagine they're surprised when you add a couple of gluten-free products in your welcome pack And and you mentioned that as an example of the surprise and delight effect. Exactly. And I mean, you get there, you know, it is a complete surprise and it just, it it just makes all the difference. It, you know, from having a, a, you know, an average holiday or to having a really special holiday and something that you would mention, you know, not just to, you know, you'd be surprised and delighted at the time, but it's absolutely something you would mention to your friends and your family and on on your social channels. That is so important. You mentioned that about, and we've talked about it, um, before but social channels and it I'm just getting into Instagram at, at the yeah. moment because I think that's such a powerful way of communicating and that actually is what our guests are doing and I can imagine somebody mm-hmm. coming into a place and seeing <coughs> this welcome pack with the gluten-free products and immediately out comes mm-hmm. the camera take a picture of the welcome basket send it cool. off to uh, you know and then uh, hashtag gluten free mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden you've just got, you've got their marketing for you and telling all their friends what a fabulous place you have absolutely and i think that you know we we understand now that as you know that people do use um kind of a social search rather than a google search to to look for holiday ideas so you know there you've got um you know gluten intolerant um guests who are going to be talking about you, um, wedding guests, you know, whatever it is that you've, you've done for that guest is going to be shared and, and, and found. Yeah, absolutely. And, I th- you know, in these days where it's, it's just no longer sufficient just to post a property on a listing site, uh, everybody, mm-hmm. everybody has to be out there being competitive in the, in the social world. They do. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's fantastic. 
So, so we talked about what um, owners can do after a stay to keep the uh, keep the communication going, and and you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, uh, somebody who comes for their honeymoon that you then remind them, say, ten months later, that their anniversary is coming up, and perhaps they'd like yep. to come back for um for um for, for their first anniversary, second anniversary, and in fact, I've um I, I've got guests at one of my properties that's now coming back for their seventh. Wow. <laughs> so uh, I try and do something different Fantastic. for them every year, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, and <clears throat> what what we've done for them because we know which anniversary it is, we've actually and this may be taking us a little bit too far, but you know, we we really like this couple. And and we've given them that in their welcome basket there is a gift that uh, that relates to which anniversary it is. Ah. Uh. So well, that, you know, that's you the, the, the paper and wood uh-huh. that sort of thing. So when they you know, get to the diamond anniversary, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I might be out of business by then. So. <laughs> yeah, diamond, gold, ruby, silver, yeah. whatever. But uh, but the early days, it's it's not that much. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, that, that's just such an amazing example of of personalisation. It's and it's it's not difficult, but it's mm-hmm. it's it, you know it's because you collect that information so that when people are coming, you know ex- exactly what what their profile is and even down to you know as a lot of a lot of guests come back certainly in in our part of the world over and over again and we're very pet friendly so we mm-hmm. we're very very careful that we know you know we know the ages of the dogs mm-hmm. and um that because you know dogs don't always come with them the next time because they they move on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so we're very sensitive to that too and uh, and you mm-hmm. know when they when they um, put their booking in for the following year. We're always careful to find out is you know is is Jess coming with them or not, and if not, mm-hmm. then you can assume that Jess is no longer with them. Yeah. So you know, it's just a little bit of sensitivity that that mm-hmm. that, that collecting that information allows you to have. So that that's fantastic, Louise. That really sort of fires me up to um to go a little bit deeper in uh, mm-hmm. in our profiling. Uh, is there anything else you want to um you want to add to this? I just think that, you know, if you take the time to, to do this, to, to build up um, a database of, you know, your, your guest profiles, you, re- you really will create um, a long-lasting impression, um, both on guests that have booked and potential clients for the future. Um, and as I already said, personalized messages are nine times more effective than generic ones. So it really is worth taking that time out um, to find out more about your guests. Yeah, absolutely. I'm. It's been an absolute delight to uh, to talk with you. And, oh, and thank as, you as I, so much. As I sit here, the snow is coming down really, really heavily. <laughs> so it's a very. So it feels very Christmassy for you, no? <laughs> it is getting Christmassy here. So, but I do envy Excellent. you your Spain sunshine. So I shall be thinking about yeah. you in the next few weeks while we get to yeah. totally enveloped in winter, as you're still <laughs> you're still enjoying that lovely Spanish sunshine. Think of me while I'm having Christmas lunch on the beach. Uh, No, I'm not going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Heather. Thank you, Louise. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Great stuff. Thanks so much, Louise, for sharing that with us. Uh, I always love it when somebody else goes out, watches one of these webinars, and then brings back all this stuff and uh, um, sorts out the good from the bad and the interesting from the not so interesting and the what's beneficial to us from from the stuff that maybe in that one was more important to hoteliers so i certainly feel that that what the, the content louise brought there was something that i find of value 
and I definitely want to um, to use some of those those tips going forward with um, with with my properties. Which, as I said at the beginning, I'm looking at selling, but I am going to be buying another one, and and that's something I'm going to be documenting all the way through in 2015 as. Um, if and when we find our property in the Bahamas or now we're looking in Belize as well. So anybody out there with any who, who can give me any input on buying in the Caribbean, what I should look out for, where, where I should be going, where, you know, if you've got somewhere else that you think that uh, that might be a great place to go buy. I mean, our, our goal is to uh, hold it for around seven years as a almost a full-time rental and then uh, and then retire to it for a good proportion of the year. Uh, it's one of the reasons I quite like the idea of Belize because uh, they do welcome retirees with open arms and and it's very easy to become a permanent resident there as it, as it is actually in the Bahamas. So uh, I'm on the lookout. So as we come to the end of yet another episode. Uh, as ever, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Um, somebody, a couple of people did mention in the survey responses that they thought maybe the episodes were a little bit too long. And I will be looking at, and I, you know, I do agree. It's, it's just that once I get into conversation with somebody, I get so interested in what they have to say that the, you know, I always say to them, your interview is half an hour and it generally tends to be 45 minutes. So, um, that's a goal for next year is to cut that back a bit, maybe trim down the questions and, um, and make sure they're, they're more pointed just to bring you the best value so that you don't have to sift through, um, sift through the chat, perhaps. Everything we've uh, mentioned today is in the show notes. And of course, I'd love it if you would go to, the, uh, to iTunes and leave me a review. And and also comment on anything that uh, that you felt Louise had to say that uh, that you found of interest or that you have some feedback on. I you know I I really do value those comments. So thanks very much. Okay, Christmas is coming, and we will be here the next uh, the next two weeks, the next two Wednesdays uh, on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Um, these will be shows with uh, with just myself, not interviews. But we are kicking off the new year with with some some fantastic guests, so please look out for those. We have um, John DeJulius, who is the author of the Customer Service Revolution, and such an interesting person to listen to on the subject of customer service. He has some great stuff to share, and then we have Lou Bortone uh, to talk about video. And I think you're going to find that of massive value as well. Um, Andy McNulty from Touch Stay. Andy's been on the on the uh, show before talking about his product, vac- the Vacation Insider Guides. But uh, his new product, Touch Stay, is now out on the market. And I love it. And I'm really pleased to talk to him about it as well. And we also have Alan Egan again. Alan, who, of course, was on the show much earlier this year talking about Google Plus is now going to be back and talking about WordPress and uh, and a new program that he's got coming out. So that pretty much much takes up January and uh, but I've I've got a lot more um stacked up for February and March as well. So I really am pleased that uh, 
Those of you who sent back the surveys said they loved the show. Um, I hope we can still provide value for you. Uh, and of course, I love to hear your feedback at any time at heather at cottageblogger.com. Once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for staying with me right to the very end. And I'll be talking to you again very soon. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.